0: Welcome to Season 1, Episode 1. Brought to you by My Entertainment World.
1: Last year alone, over 500 scripted television shows aired across networks and streaming. How are you supposed to know what's worth your time without wasting hours of your life? We help you answer the question of our time. What should I be watching? Each episode, we review the pilot of three new TV shows. Life is too short to watch bad TV, so let us do it for you.
0: So today we're going to be going through Avenue 5. Avenue 5. AJ and the Queen, and High Fidelity.
1: But first, we need to catch up with Jen on
0: what you've been watching. So today we have our special guest with us again, Mr. Joe over here.
2: Hello, thank you for having me back.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Joe, I don't think we've met before.
2: Hi, Amy, I don't think we have. It's a pleasure to meet you.
0: Me too. (laughs) Lies. (laughs) Um, So I have been continuing to watch Everything's Gonna Be Okay. And I think I'm almost current on the episodes. I don't know if all the episodes are out yet or if it's coming out week by week. Um, So I'm either almost done with the series or I'm almost caught up with it. And I have continued to be delighted but I would highly recommend not binging it. Because I binged uh, probably a good three quarters of the series one afternoon and I got very confused what was going on in the story.
2: Hmm. Because
0: Hulu didn't like, stop in between. I, I couldn't tell where one episode ended and one episode began. And they do such, um, each episode's kind of, it's like mostly an isolated story, but also it does carry over pieces. So sometimes I was like, wait, what happened to that storyline? I didn't, did we finish that? But it still continued to be delightful. It covers a lot of heavy subject matter going into mm. it, such as um, rape getting to know one's sexuality, a lot of heavier subjects. I think Joe's walked in on me watching it a few times and it's been thoroughly
2: confused. Repeatedly. Do not watch this if your parents are in the same zip code as you.
1: (laughs) Same zip code?
2: Yeah. It's one of those shows where there's no good time to walk in on somebody watching it. That's for sure.
1: (laughs) It's kind of surprising because the first episode was like a little bit deep, but mostly just fun and sweet.
2: Yeah,
0: and it continues to be very sweet. Like the char- it's the character of Nicholas. Like he's just so endearing, mm-hmm. um, and his his relationship with his boyfriend throughout this series is I find it to be very honest and very mm-hmm. um, I don't know, I, the, the show in general is just very honest. Like it's not approaching things in like a fake TV glaze over it. Like it's very real.
2: Don't let Jen fool you though. She's been watching a ton of Witcher as well, and she loves that.
0: Yes, we have been watching The Witcher and we are very much enjoying it. Um, we were just commenting the other day that each episode is like watching one full movie.
2: Oh, wow. It is very dense.
0: Yeah.
1: Kind of not the Thrones, but, or what?
2: Yeah, you could, uh, Thrones was masterful in that they could have an episode that had like seven scenes in it. Mm-hmm. Witcher will bounce back and forth. In some cases, they'll do even fewer, I think. Um,
0: it's typically two storylines. Yeah,
2: two storylines. But anyways, that's what we're watching.
0: Um, And it does a lot of time jumping without a lot of it. It's not happening at the same time as the other stories happening on the same Mm. episode. And they don't tell you that there's no like 50 years earlier or anything. And so there's been times where we're like, what, what's happening here? Is that, (laughs) are those, those people younger? We figure it out, but it was definitely a learning curve. Um, I've also been continuing to watch Barry. And I'm still very much enjoying it. It's nice because they're not super long episodes. So they're a good like little filler. Um, and then all three of us have been watching Survivor. Of course, always. Which someone just asked us the other day how this season is. And I was like, you need to watch it.
2: It's you can't incredible. Talk about it. You can't <laughs> talk about it. We're on season 40.
0: <laughs> but it's great. And if, you aren't, if you've never watched, I don't know, if you've never watched Survivor before, do you think you'd like this season? Yes, I do. Yeah. It's just very, there's lots happening. It's very enjoyable. Everyone knows what they're
1: doing, and that's fun.
0: Yeah, and we were talking to people this weekend, and they, like, only knew who Boston Rob and Amber were. And we were like, oh, you need to watch it if you, like, remember who they are from back in the day.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So that's what we've been watching to catch everyone up on our our TV lives. So Joe's going to take us into Avenue 5.
2: Sure. So the latest comedy series from HBO is Avenue 5, and this is a 30-minute show starring Hugh Laurie in his first return from what I can only imagine is House. Has he been on anything in the meantime? To me, it's my first encounter with Hugh Laurie's house. In addition, it also stars Josh Gad as a not-so-lovable, rich, inept CEO type, and a whole host of other characters. Uh, as a dance through the serial adventures aboard the Avenue 5, a futuristic interstellar liner that takes humans on tours of the solar system. Think a cruise ship set in space. Yeah.
0: Oh, you didn't mention that Zach Woods is also in the show.
2: Oh, yes, reprising his role as the guy you love to hate, hate to love, uh, is Zach Woods, uh, fresh mm-hmm. off of Silicon Valley.
0: Yeah, or you know him as Gabe in The Office.
2: Yes, that too.
1: Yeah, I feel like his character is so different in this one because normally he plays like an overachieving type and he's like a very underachiever in this role.
0: Yeah, it's kind of hard to get a grasp of it first because I I saw him because he was in like a, he's like in a service position. So I was expecting him to be like his other two roles, which were very much like trying to overdo things. Mm -hmm. And it's the opposite here, which (laughs) took me a little while to grasp.
2: Yeah, the comedy I felt in this show fell a little bit flat. Maybe it's because it's the first episode. I wasn't laughing as hard as I did during the first episode of, say, Silicon Valley, HBO's last comedy. Series. At least in that Sunday nighttime slot.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I laughed so hard. <laughs> yeah. This show just, like, hit my funny bone in such a beautiful way. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> I was not expecting to. I thought I was gonna hate it, so it was a pleasant surprise.
0: That's so I was expecting to love it and I think so I think I went in with high expectations and it didn't quite meet them. It definitely had some good some really good jokes and I think it's a show that's going to have a lot of inside jokes throughout the season. Like yeah. so I think the more you watch it, the more the funnier it will be.
2: I agree. I agree. There there were definitely stuff that was setting you up for later on in the season.
0: Yeah. Yeah, And it I should was, be noted that this show was uh, created by Armando Iannucci who also created Veep and did that movie The Death of Stalin that we all saw, we saw together back then. That is
1: when. so interesting because remember I hated The Death of Stalin.
0: Yeah, but oh it has my- that same kind of humor.
1: It is, it is. But For some reason, it. I think I really, the subject matter resonated with me because it's basically about a bunch of inept managers who have like think that they're brilliant, but I've just hired a bunch of smart people to like, take care of their great ideas and implement them and uh-huh. listen when they tell them that things are impossible. Um, and like, hiding the fact that everything going on underneath is wild and crazy and makes no sense. And that's kind of frightening and in, in, in a lot of places exactly how so many companies are run. And you're like, yeah. how is this working? But somehow it is. and uh, Yeah, it was just so funny to me
2: i made exactly the same note amy i said i have written down here critique on modern business comma politics question mark Uh, (laughs) i think i think that's a trademark to the writer here right if you think about death of stalin where the Soviet union is showing as having this inept leadership cabal and then again with veep Veep, uh, where again it's the same thing just replicated in the white house and now you have it in the consumer sector uh so definitely a theme of the the writer director here how do you how do you deal with uh, executive management?
0: And if you don't know who Josh Gad is. He's um, Olaf <laughs> in Frozen, and uh, he's, he's been he in might a lot recognize of recognize that one. Yep.
2: He's a uh,
0: Book of Mormon
2: is what I mostly know. Oh, uh, yeah. there you Broadway go. Thing. I would go with Jack Black look-alike.
0: Yeah,
1: that's <laughs> I I I loved every single thing he said. I laughed at every
0: oh, thing. his character was great. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like so perfectly
1: plays the leader that pretends to actually care for people. And then like half a second later is mostly concerned about the bottom line. Mm-hmm.
0: Just concerned about himself. It, yeah. so. I think it's definitely a show that um, if you have the time, you should watch it because I think a lot of people are going to be talking about it and probably quoting it because I think it's very quotable. For and I sure. think it uh, will definitely make its way into the zeitgeist.
2: We'll see. I would, I would, I would maybe give it another episode, but yeah. I, I wasn't sold on this.
0: You weren't while. sold? Yeah. Well, it's only nine episodes, I think, and they're all they're all fairly short.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was so, it went by so fast.
0: <laughs> so Joe, you're a solid maybe on continuing watching this. Hard maybe. Hard. Amy's watching more. For sure. I I will watch more. They're short episodes, so they're yeah. good. Like I don't, I need more short episode shows because there's just not enough of them.
1: Yes. Anymore. Yes. Always looking for those.
0: So let's step over now and uh, put on our high heels for AJ and the Queen on Netflix. Um, Now, it premiered on January 10th of this year with 10 episodes. Um, It was created by RuPaul, uh, who, if you don't know who RuPaul is, I think you've been under a rock probably for the last few years at least, Um, RuPaul's Drag Race and his extensive music career and drag career and everything else, Um, and Michael Patrick King, who also created Sex and the City and had a big hand in Two Broke Girls as well. Um, So this show follows Ruby Red, a down-on-her-luck drag queen who had her dream of opening her own club torn away after being scammed by a so-called boyfriend. Forced to go back out on tour, she discovers her recently orphaned neighbor, a young girl named AJ, has stowed away in the RV. So, I don't know. I have a lot of mixed feelings about this show. Like, I.
1: Mixed?
0: Yeah. Like, I really, I really, I really like RuPaul. And I really like, I listen, I know about this show because I'm actually admittedly, I have never watched Drag Race as much as it has been recommended for me to watch. I have not watched it, but I do every week listen to RuPaul's podcast, What's the Tea with RuPaul and Michelle Visage. And they talked a lot about this show. And I, don't, I wanted to like it a lot more, and I really enjoy RuPaul and his, like, sense of humor. But I, something fell flat for me on it.
2: I can tell you what fell flat for you, Jen. It was the acting. And I'm yes. not serious. I really enjoyed the writing on that show, mm-hmm. but the delivery fell short for me. The lines felt forced, they didn't feel natural, and the characters almost seemed like they were reading off cue cards or they had the scripts on set with them. Uh, yeah. For whatever reason, the character delivery didn't land as hard with
0: me yeah i thought the the delivery of lines was like paced wrong yes like it was too slow like if there should have been a little quippier and faster
2: yeah for the sassiness that the writing brings with it especially in that opening scene in the the back of venue yeah in the back of the club uh that sets you up and you think it's oh it's gonna be it's gonna be hot takes by by rupaul all episode long but after that scene it really falls apart and that I mean, I had never seen a show before where the writing was so good, but the acting fell short. And this is an excellent textbook definition of exactly what that looks like.
1: Yeah, I thought the acting was so, so bad, especially the girl that played the actress that plays the little girl, AJ. Just like, is he G? Every time she was on, like said anything, I just like, I was like, oh, God, this is painful to watch. And <laughs> I didn't even think, honestly, the writing was that good. There was there were like some funny moments and, you know, I guess it's, I don't know. It just felt kind of, sh- it felt like a shallow show that thinks it's deep. And I didn't know if that yeah, was no,
0: that's exactly how I would describe it. I, they're yeah. trying to do, they're trying to do a lot. They're like trying to get really deep on a lot of issues, but they're also trying to be funny and it's just like too much happening at once. Mm-hmm. I also think this show, uh, while it was given hour long episodes, I think okay. that was to its detriment. No, Yeah, because, it
1: definitely like, could have been half
0: that. It should have been, like, a 40-minute long show. Like, I, I don't know. Just going back to talking about Avenue 5, how there were, you know, we're like, oh, it's great. Finally, a show that has short episodes. It feels like now either shows on streaming are short or they're an hour plus long. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just... It's just too long. I don't want to sit in front of the TV that long all the time. I I kind of missed the forty-minute drama.
1: Yeah, and there were like ten scenes that I felt could have been cut because they basically didn't give us any new information. Pretty much all the scenes—the little girl trying to like steal from RuPaul. That, yeah, I was like, why is this? Why is she continuing to steal it five times?
0: Like we've already yeah. <laughs> established that yeah. she's stealing stuff. We don't have to see it so many times. Yeah, and they could have easily just cut to the. being in the rv and there's the adventure and i think the show continues on with each episode being them in a different city um at a different drag show and what what adventures ensue from that
2: i could see that yeah the uh everything about that show was on except for the acting i I also made a note i really like the way the sets were arranged excellent use of color all across the board um but yeah it seems like they they tried to bite off a little bit more than they could chew i couldn't tell if this was a sketch comedy see the (laughs) scene in the police station, right, where the, the cops yes. are taking their statement, mm-hmm. but also like, it's, uh, you know, they're trying to pick up the characters. That that's
1: my favorite scene of the whole episode. Oh, yeah, and I
2: was yeah. like in spite of the acting, I was laughing my yeah. ass oh, yeah. off for some of yeah. these scenes.
0: It had a lot of Joe jokes in it. <laughs> <laughs> it,
2: it was definitely, like, up my alley, and I I, I was just flabbergasted that the, the delivery could be so bad, but the, the jokes still resonated with
0: yeah. me. I'd yeah. almost want to give it another episode just to see if, like, things come together because, I don't know, maybe, maybe it was just, like, a pilot episode problem of them, like, getting getting their foot in the door and figuring things out. I do think it's interesting too, when I was looking up who's in the show, the um, boyfriend who scammed him, and the uh, girl who was his accomplice, they're listed as main characters. So I think we're going to see a lot more of them throughout the show, which I think might be interesting.
2: Yeah, um, recurring villain type character. Yeah. 100% buy that this was, or that this episode was a result of, like, yeah, trying to get a pilot episode off the ground. RuPaul is trying to executive produce and act at the same time, and he's probably having a heavy hand in the writing. Yeah. As the staff hits their groove, I could see this being a thoroughly entertaining and highly enjoyable show.
0: Yeah. Well, and it was already canceled, so. It <laughs> not there's, be. So there's, we know there's only one season, but it was canceled during Netflix. It's been doing like a slew of <laughs> toppings. So
2: who knows? Maybe they're just tucking this one away for future use. <laughs> oh gosh.
0: Thank you, Joe. <laughs> all right. Well, that's pretty much all I have to say on AJ and the Queen. Anything else?
1: Um, no, I got nothing for you. I would say when you said, when Joe was talking about shows that have great writing, but poor, acting I thought of um what's the show is it modern romance which whichever one is easy sorry did on Netflix
0: oh modern um, romance
1: yeah um yeah What this book
0: was called yeah. something like that it's like it,
1: I love oh I love that show so much. The acting is terrible but the show like the writing and everything is great. The one difference.
0: Oh that's from- definitely not the name of the show. That's, that's the name not, of this book. What it's called. <laughs> but a show is a different name.
2: Master of none.
0: Master yeah of none. that's yes, it. Yeah yes, Master of None that show
1: actually has a lot of interesting things to say in depth. So you're like willing to stick around, even though the acting is
0: horrific. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I also, I think I read too, that people said it was really fun to see the look into the like drag queen world, especially like the local town drag queen worlds, not like the big RuPaul's drag race type of drag, but like, Mm -hmm. uh, down the street from us, like Albatross, like Mm -hmm. a little local bar drag, drag show. Mm Um, So I don't know, maybe it's an education for for some people who aren't
2: familiar with that. Yeah, I'll also say I was a little disappointed that the plot is most definitively taking us away from Queens. I did want a little local shout out, but I guess that won't be the case series.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, Amy, let's spin on over to High Fidelity.
1: All right, well, um, High Fidelity premiered on Valentine's Day on Hulu, and it's an adaptation of Nick Hornby's 1993 novel, um, it was previously made into a movie that starred John Cusack. Have you guys seen that?
0: I was trying to remember if I had, and I honestly cannot remember if I've seen it.
2: I know I have not.
0: Great. Yeah, it's a
1: great movie. Um, but this version takes a little bit of a different take by making the main character um, female. And she is played by Zoe Kravitz, um, who might be the most beautiful woman alive. I had to like <laughs> pause and just appreciate her cheekbones for like a good five minutes when I started watching this
2: extremely um, well defined
1: yes Ugh, gorgeous um anyway she is a music loving record store owner and very unlucky in love she sort of quickly falls in deeply and madly in love but is sort of incapable of maintaining a deep relationship and in the premiere we see that rob is going on her first date but since her, um, like, she hasn't really gotten over her, her her most recent heartbreak, she's sort of still dealing with um, why that relationship failed, and takes us on a journey of her five biggest heartbreaks in her lifetime. So the show also stars Jake Lacy from The Office and Girls, who plays her Plop. New love interest. What?
0: Plop from The Office.
1: Yes. <laughs> um, and so all ten episodes are currently available on Hulu. Um, so I, I loved this. I felt like the show was made for me and I could relate a lot to the character. Um, I felt like she I just, this everything about the show felt so familiar. First of all, it's set in Crown Heights where my boyfriend named Rob lives and <laughs> everything was like like familiar to me all of the like restaurants that they pass and on the street and whatnot. Um,
0: Is't so that so fun?
1: fun. I love that. And I didn't know yeah. that anyone outside of New York could care less, but it's like I looked up every place that they went to afterwards and <laughs> it's yeah. Just fun. Yeah. That's
0: why we love watching shows that are because they film so often in Astoria and it's always mm-hmm. fun, like a lot of the Americans and stuff. So when we watch it, it's like, oh, we know where that is.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and Astoria got a shout out. That's where the, the love yeah. is. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yes.
0: <laughs> Maybe we will get some Astoria scenes. Or it'll yes. be they're filming they're, they're filming in Brooklyn and trying to pass it off as Astoria. Um, right. Just as I think Aquafina is Nora from Queens, I'm pretty <laughs> sure they were filming in Brooklyn and not in Queens.
1: Oh really? That's so. Funny. Yeah, that did
0: not lose. <laughs> um, you also, you forgot to mention that it was also made into a Broadway musical. Oh, in, I heard that it, in 2006. Flat, it Failed miserably. Yes, it only wow. lasted for 18 previews and 13 performances. Wow. But it did star wow. uh, Will Chase who has gone on to have a very good career. He's in Nashville, and he's been in numerous other TV shows mm-hmm. and product productions. So.
1: Yeah, people clearly love to make this into visible art and not just a book.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think the music definitely lends towards that, right? That it's music-based. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: yeah, between the music and the visuals and the deep dialogue, this is a show that is clearly aiming for a uh, play that will take it deep into the art, world as well as being in a human-centered drama as well
0: have you read the book amy i haven't but i would like to now because i I haven't either so i did learn today that the reason that she's counting down the top five or the five relations top five heartbreaks is because Mm -hmm. in the record store apparently that's what they do to pass the time a lot is make top five lists
1: (laughs) right
2: right. yeah lists are going to be a recurring theme i think series uh it provides a convenient way for the main character to break the fourth wall uh Mm -hmm. which happens with a lot yeah i also have i also have a prediction that i want to stake out for how the season ends okay can i is that is this a safe space to do that
0: yeah Yeah. it's not a spoiler because you you don't know anything
2: right because i don't know anything so it's not a spoiler but my prediction is she gets back with mac and why do i say that i say that because the producers have telegraphed it with the cigarettes when she's going through her list she tells she's on like number three and she says oh I gave up smoking but then the show makes a big point that she switches from weed to back to regular cigarettes by the end of the episode so I think they've told us that she's already gonna end up back with her her ex, the number five um, that's my prediction for how the season ends
1: was huh. very uh, very good catch I'm impressed
0: is this show only one season or is it going to go longer I
1: think it's going to continue, but um, yeah, I don't know. But I thought it was interesting that Zoe or Rob played by Zoe is like probably you could not find a more cool looking person but clearly her like character is meant to be sort of like this melodramatic and like naive and kind of not cool person. Well,
0: Amy, we know how you feel about manic pixie dream girls. Is she a little on that spectrum?
1: I didn't think so. I think that she felt a little bit more real because she clearly like is insecure and manic pixie dream girls are always like, I don't care at all what people think about me, you know, (laughs) like I'm too cool for that. Or she's like, kind of wants to be a manic pixie dream girl and she's a little bit too like
0: i think she's trying to be a lot cooler yes, than she probably is exactly
1: yeah but she's like through several of the relationships that she describes she talks about not being like enough for the other
2: person mm-hmm. yeah the show has a very clear theme statement or thesis i should say where midway through number two or number three uh it's the guy who now works in the record shop and he yeah. leans over and he says sometimes the things we like are more important than the things we think we're like And that, to me, sounds like it's going to be an an arcing uh, thesis for the entire show, where she's got to learn, figure out what she likes, and in my uh, prediction, that's uh, that's Mac. uh, But then she has to realize that she likes him and whatever. You know, however she feels, uh, doesn't matter because she likes him so much.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think, the I'm hoping the lesson will be that it kind of reminds me of that line from 500 Days of Summer, where the younger sister is giving her older brother, like, a slap in the face and about his like obsession with summer <laughs> mm-hmm. and he's, he says that just because some girl likes the same bizarro shit as you do doesn't make her your soulmate but I think it's something I so believed until I like became an actual functioning adult who realized that that's not actually what's important yeah and the character learns that too
0: <laughs> I agree I also thought so I felt like the episode could have had a better order I wish that so we have the two scenes in the record shop with um, so you have the one scene where they're trying where the they're like, oh, they're like dancing to come on Eileen. And they're like, oh, I heard this. You know, I want to listen to this song. I think that scene should have been at the beginning of the episode because it's when Robin's like not having it or Rob. Is her Rob or Robin?
1: Her name is Robin, but she goes by Rob. okay
0: so she was like not having it, not into it, turns it off. And then we go back to the record store another time, and she comes in, and she puts on Come On, Eileen, and they're all dancing to it. And I think that should have been at the end of the episode, but instead they were like one quarter way through and three quarters way through, perhaps? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just would have liked that as like a nice little end cap.
2: I was expecting the same thing. Come On, Eileen is what you play to to close out an episode. Yeah, I thought
0: it would have been like them dancing, just like that uh, dancing on my own scene in Girls. That's so Mm -hmm. uh, famous. So I just, I don't know. I was like, oh, man, why, why isn't it ending now? It's a perfect ending.
1: <laughs> I also, as we mentioned before, this was a great length, 40 minutes. Very rare these days, especially since it's just a Hulu show, not network.
0: Yeah. I wonder if they were wanting it to be picked up by a network. Maybe. I it that way.
1: I could see them trying to get this on, like, HBO or FX or something.
0: Yeah. So, Joe, oh. will you keep watching? All
2: uh. right. I, I, it wouldn't be my first choice, but I would keep watching, if only to satisfy my curiosity about my prediction.
0: Yeah, it's mm. not really your genre. It, it, it was classified online as a uh,
2: romantic comedy. which helps.
0: So I didn't think it was too funny.
2: I didn't do a Same. lot of
0: laugh.
1: I, I read that and I was like, I feel like it's more of like a drom- a romantic dramedy.
0: <laughs> yeah, I agree. Mild comedic okay. elements. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't didn't have like the bubbly brightness of a no. rom-com
2: dark
1: have got male vibes in this at all yeah.
0: <laughs> all right well does that do it are you gonna keep watching amy
1: i'll definitely keep watching well i, I said that's about a lot of things and then i haven't watched tv in about two months so we'll see <laughs> but i think oh, so yeah.
0: there's lots of survivor to watch now so. there's
1: so much survivor to watch <laughs>
0: all right well thank you all for listening today if you have your own opinions and want to share them with us about these shows or any other shows that we've covered that you've been watching please drop us a line at s1e1podcast or send us an email at s1e1podcast at gmail.com and follow us on instagram and like us and love us and give us a
1: five-star rating review
0: yeah five stars Um, So we really appreciate everyone who's been listening and we hope to keep having fun doing this. Be sure to rate and review in iTunes.